Certain information set forth in the podcast may contain forward-looking statements under applicable security laws. These statements are not guarantees of future performance, and undue reliance should not be placed on them. Although forward-looking statements contained in this presentation are based upon what management of the company believes to be reasonable assumptions, there can be no assurance that forward-looking statements will prove to be accurate. LifeSci Advisors and the company undertake no obligation to update forward-looking statements in the podcast should circumstances or management's estimates or opinions change. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation to buy securities and does not constitute investment advice. So ProSelex is a unique technology, which actually we can express complex human protein, meaning proteins with glycosylation through plant cells in suspension. It is important to add that we have added a chemical modification which to the protein that we express, which actually improve the clinical outcome down the road. Hello, my name is Neil Canavan, and this is Benchtop Bios, a podcast series by LifeSite Partners where we introduce healthcare investors to the people and the pipelines driving the biotech sector forward. My guest today is Dror Bashan. He is the CEO of Protalix Biotherapies, and this is Benchtop Bios' J.P. Morgan jump-off. A brief taste from the banquet of companies that will be attending the 2023 J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco. Jorb, welcome. Please start us off with the elevator pitch for Protalix. Thank you, Neil. So Protalix was established over 20 years ago based on unique technology, which is called Procelix, where we can actually express complex human protein through plant cells in suspension. And Protalix has developed its first product, Elilizo, which is a product for Boucher. It was approved already in 2012. It was licensed globally to Pfizer, and we have right now only one market where we have our own face. And in parallel, actually, or since then, Protalix focused on its second program for Fabry. This is PRX 102, which we actually at the last curve under submission processes, both with the EU and the US, meaning the EMA, and the FDA, of course. Portalix holds about 210 employees. We have a biological manufacturing line, R&D, etc., and all the relevant departments. And the intent, indeed, following approval, is uh, to invest the resources into a much more significant pipeline. All right. I'm going to ask a bit more about the technology in just a moment. But first, I want to just a bit more about your story. You came on board in 2019, but before that, you spent about half a lifetime, almost 20 years, at a company called Teva Pharmaceuticals, which I'm pretty sure most people on this call have heard of. So 19 years, I'm going to guess job security, but you left for Protalix. Why is this opportunity just so special for you? Teva is a great company, and there is no stomach development about uh, (laughs) Teva. Protalix is exciting. It's uh, much smaller, of course. I'm in a different position. I'm running the company. A lot of responsibility and also a lot of uh, passion and uh, future expectations. Uh, There is a lot to do uh, with a great team with a lot of experience and skills. And the intent, indeed, following approval, hopefully, of course, is to really build a pipeline, a much more significant one with potential, at least, drug that can really cure or improve quality of life of patients. This is what we do, and we truly believe that the, hopefully the coming product, of course, if indeed approved, we do think it's a potential, very good alternative for the patients in, in February. 
All right, so let's get to the core, and that is the technology. This is a platform play. The platform is called Procelix. Walk me through that. What is it? So Procelix is a unique technology, which actually we can express complex human protein, meaning proteins with glycosylation through plant cells in suspension. At the beginning, Protelix used carrot cells, and this is our first product for Boucher. It's called the Elizon. And since then, we moved into tobacco cells, BY2. We have mm. improved the technology through times, of course, with additional systems and improved technology. And it is important to add that we have added a chemical modification which to the protein that we express, which actually improve the clinical outcome down the road. All right, so it's a formulation play as, as well as expression. I've been doing this for a long time. I can remember 15 years ago, at least, there was a company I was talking to. They wanted to express a vaccine in an actual plant that you could just harvest it and eat the plant and be vaccinated. I haven't heard about that technology since. So I have to ask you, you present this story to a lot of very sophisticated investors who are far more educated than myself. What's the number one question they ask about the technology? So first, just to add, we deal with complex human proteins, with glycosylations, as simple protein can be expressed, I assume, much cheaper and simpler in yeast or in other systems. And second, I'm being asked, and I think it's from past perception, if this is indeed cheaper than mammalian systems, and I don't think so. I think we are competitive. It's not a matter of cheaper or more expensive. The intent is to bring added value and develop programs and bring products to the market that address real unmet needs of patients. Okay. Well, there is proof of concept here. You are helping patients. As you mentioned, there is an approved drug, Eliliso. Could you just briefly describe the indication here and the, your marketing to date? So the indication is, is for Boucher. Boucher is a lysosomal rare disease. Uh, Protalix has signed a global commercial agreement with Pfizer, except Brazil. Uh, with Brazil, we hold our direct face, and Pfizer actually markets it worldwide. In Europe, there is still data exclusivity, so it's actually outside of Europe until next year. Okay. As you mentioned, there is a pipeline here. I want to highlight just one of these assets because it, it was subject of a, a news release on December 5th. The asset is called PRX102. The potential indication is for Fabry disease. What did you announce on the 5th? We have announced that in November, and actually we received an acknowledgement letter from the FDA with a PEDUFA date, meaning the date which will be May 9th of 2023, which hopefully we will get approved for the file that we have submitted for Fabry disease in adult Fabry patients. So <clears throat> one would go assume that would be your next big catalyst coming up, that PEDUFA? So actually, there are two which are very similar. We are under a submission process with the EU, or mm -hmm. through the EMA, and the estimated the final decision, I would say, and hopefully it would be approval, but its final decision is late March, beginning of April. And with the FDA, it's May 9th. So you can understand that Q2 2023 is an inflection point for the company. All right. So we're very exciting. Looking forward to that. But in the meantime, I have to ask, sir, what's your current runway? Our current runway without raising even one more dime is 12, mo 12 months from today. I think that uh, clearly we will go through and we will get to the finish line. If there will be any hurdles or delays or requests for extensions, I hope not. So far it goes well. I'm pretty positive we will find the way to make it. 
All right, then. I will hope you do make that, and we'll keep track of you in next May. But in the meantime, given that runway, what sort of conversations are you looking to have around Union Square? Do you have a specific mission for J.P. Morgan, or maybe just keep the street informed about your story and maybe meet some new faces? So I think it's like a quiz. It's all of the above. It's to meet with uh, <laughs> current and potential investors, and is, as you say, to keep us on the wheel to some extent, is to meet uh, new uh, stakeholders around this company. There will be many, many dozens of meetings. We are coming with, we will be like four or five from Portalix in, in San Francisco, so it will be hectic. And it's actually, I think, the first one after the COVID period, so it will be nice to see some faces again. I have to ask, how long does it take to get to San Francisco from Tel Aviv? From Tel Aviv, it's a 15 hours direct flight. Oh. So you can sleep well. It's good. You can catch up a lot of sleep. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. My guest today is Jorah Bashan. He is the CEO of Protalix Biotherapies. Jorah, thank you for much, so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I hope to see you and all our listeners in San Francisco. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this week's Benchtop Bios. I hope that this episode will serve as yet another data point to guide you in your investment strategies. If you wish to hear more of life-size Benchtop Bios, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google. Also, if there's a company or a particular executive you'd like to get to know, I do take requests. Please send those to mcanadan at lifesciadvisors.com. Until next week then, goodbye, or for that matter, good sell, whatever boosts your portfolio.